Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monicelli with another episode of Multiple Voices. My Multiple Voices podcast, true to its name, includes different series. For example, we have the Voices of Love, where we discuss relationships, the voice of empowerment, the voice of laughter and play, the voice of pleasure, and the magical voice of archetypes and how they change the way we live. But we also have the voice of memory that includes everything from history to discussions of past life regression. There's also writing voices where we interview both seasoned writers and authors who have just started getting their feet wet with writing and we learn what can work for you as potential writers. Our series called Voice of the Spirit discusses different forms of spirituality and religion. And then Channeling Voices is a series that covers what happens when you channel, but is also extended to mediumship. Take a moment to review this podcast if you've enjoyed listening, and leave a hearty five stars. I'd appreciate it. Enjoy your listening. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with another episode with Dina Murray. Dina Murray is a true magician. She's a magician of the business world. That's that's what I feel. This is what I think. Um, she's a business and mindset transformation co- uh, coach, and that world alone, that word alone, transformation, is going to give you a hint. And she's also a mentor for co- coaches and other experts creating online courses or programs. Um, there are a number of programs that she has created. One of them is a 12-month Create a High-Ticket Coaching Business Program, an all-in-one, no-hassle, best practices, step-by-step system and program to create a high-ticket, six-figures coaching business. Now, that's that's a lot of adjectives. And so <laughs> I will lead. We're going to start with that. Um, and then she's also, and something else uh, caught my mind, caught, caught my eye. She's also a certified quantum leap transformation. There's that word again, transformation coach. And her expertise is in NLP, Neuro Linguistics Programming. That's another thing we have in common. Um, and neurosemantics, PNI, psycho, uh, neuroimmunology, and quantum physics. She's been coaching since 2002. Uh, she used to work in IT, and uh, that's why she seems to have uh, a, an, a, an affinity for tech and designing programs. And plus this mindset, this transformation, it's like alchemy, you know, this transformational power. She helps people manifest what they want. And this is why I'm talking about her as if she were a magician, a magic manifester in the business world. Um, She's also a best-selling author of the book Love Unboxed by Placida Ashero, where she was a co-author with 20 amazing women sharing her traumas and triumphs of love. So that's a little secret we'll get to probably sooner or later. So come on in, Dina. Welcome to Multiple Voices. Thank you so much, Claudia. It's such an honor to be here with you. Yeah. Well, um, there are a number of uh, topics that 
I know you've mentioned to me, um, but what I really would like to start out with is this idea of manifesting first, since we're leading with magic here. And um, the, of course, there's there are things that, let's say, border, not border, but are out and out defined spiritually, like aligning your mindset for success. Um, and you talk about monetizing your skills, which is so, 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 so important for people starting out. So I would like if you could talk to us about manifestation and imagine you're talking to um, women, young women who are not really just starting out, but they may be, you know, we're talking to uh, millennials, 25, 35, who have got their feet wet in the working world and they may be fed up and they may be thinking dreaming really about where do i go from here what do i want to do you have the floor dina thank you well it's never too late or too early to really manifest your dream life yes and the thing that's important to realize is that we manifest anyway yes it's not something foreign. We do that. If you look at your life as it is at the moment, you've manifested that. You have created that. The thing that we don't realize is that what we think and what we feel, we interact, that's our energy field, and we interact with the law of attraction, the law of vibration to bring us experiences. Now, quick, just that a moment. Match our vibration. I'm, I'm going to stop you just a moment because many people have heard the law of attraction. Not very many people are versed on the law of attraction. What does it mean really? Okay, so if I take a step back from that, the universe, if you look at nature, it has order mm -hmm. and everything works according to nature and we are energy. We have a body that is sort of, you know, it looks like we are solid but in actual fact, we are vibrating and everything vibrates, everything, even the mug, the table, everything, it just vibrates at a certain frequency. So the whole universe and nature is about frequencies. Yes. And, and so every time we think, our brain is actually a broadcasting station and it, it switches between our energy and because every thought has a related feeling, has a related emotion, and it's at a certain energy level, a vibration. Now, we get low energy vibrations, frequencies, and those are the moods of anger, fear, guilt, shame. Those are low, feeling unsafe feeling threatened, feeling afraid, that's all depression, it's all low vibrations. Mm -hmm. And you cannot create something new, something different when you are in that vibration, when you are living in that place. So what we want, I always show it with my hands, because say you are vibrating at this level, at this frequency. What you want is at this frequency. So for those who aren't not watching, she has one hand at the level of her chin and one hand at the level of the top of her head. Those are two different places. Total different places of you, how you are, 
Yes. How you are thinking, feeling, and acting. Yes. And at the higher level, how you how are you being there, and what are you creating at that level? So, you have to to be able to manifest what you want. You first have to become that. Mm-hmm. That is the trick that the universe is playing on us. Yeah. Is that we first have to become what we want. You first have to be there, act as if you first have to think, feel, and act in the way of what you want before you will attract that to you. I see. Now, the, the thing that's very difficult, it sounds easy enough because how we think and how we feel and how we act has a consequence or a result and that is how we create our lives mm-hmm. and our businesses. Uh-huh. And if we want to change that, if we want to change the way that we think and feel in acting, it means that we are going to step out of our comfort zone. And when we do that, suddenly we feel fearful because it's stepping into the unknown. We don't know what's there. And so we pull back. And of course, our conditioned self, how most people grow up, is to believe that they are not good enough, that they are not worthy. They fear rejection. We all do. It's not, it's not new. It's like the human condition. We fear rejection. We, feel not, we fear not belonging and abandonment. And then, of course, most of all, we fear losing control. So if I understand you correctly, you're saying that the low vibrational states will only attract low vibrational states and experiences yes okay and all of our thoughts and actions are energy and they create our future yes so how can we change that well it's actually simple oh you have to first of all decide what you want you have to be clear Because if you're not clear, then your mind is chaotic because your brain, we are wired in that way. We are designed in that way of as creators. Yes. We are creating things. That's what, that's what we are. We are wonderfully spiritual beings that are creators of this world. And so if you want to create something different, the first thing that you have to do is to decide what it is that you want. What would that look like? How would you feel when you have that? And you have to really form that visual in your mind and feel it as if it's happening now because that is the wonder of our imagination. Is It is, as Napoleon Hill says, it's the miraculous, amazing force of the universe is your imagination. Because with that, you can create anything. Um, you just can go really become anything that yeah, you I, want. I agree. And I've had that experience so many times. And just to step back one moment, and when you were talking about, you have to be very clear with what you want. Now, this yes. is a fascinating notion because with the current state of events in the world, we're so divided. Our attention is so divided. Uh, the media divides us even more. And our insistence on media will divide us. Um, Can you give me an example of 
either a client that you have worked with or yourself where you wanted something and the lack of clarity didn't allow you to manifest it. Or on the other hand, a very precise clarity allowed you to manifest something. Do you well, see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes, sure. So um, just to sort of um, give context to this, mm-hmm. our brains are, we are designed that that we, our subconscious mind goes for things. Yes, yes. To create. Yes. Okay. We are, we are really designed that way. And if you don't feed your mind with what it is that you want to create, yes. it just uses what you are doing. So it's chaos. It oh, creates chaos. Good. All right. Now it's clearer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It creates chaos. The moment you have a specific idea and you can start playing with small things. Once you example, have a specific give us an example. Idea, oh, um, you want to manifest a, um, a holiday. You want to manifest a a bunch of flowers. If you hold that picture of the flowers that you want in your mind and you feel the absolute elation of somebody giving you, of you receiving a bunch of flowers and you hold that and you hold that, then I promise you it will not be long before out of the blue, Yes. Someone gives you a bunch of flowers. That's how we create. But what we then do is, especially for bigger things, is that we don't give it enough time. Yes. So it's like, you know, it's like in nature, you put a seed in the ground. And the moment that seed is in the ground, it it has like a coded pattern. And the forces of nature comes and blah, 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 the little sprig comes out and it, whatever, it manifests into what it was meant to. In the same way, we, our mind is seeds and the little, the things that we want to create are seeds. Mm -hmm. That's our pattern. We create that. And when we put that in the ground, it's to water it and to nurture it with by holding the image of what we want and yeah. feeding it the emotion. Because if we don't do that, and that's what we normally do is we start doubting. And so we mm-hmm. pull up those seeds before it's there and say, where is it? Where is it? Yeah. <laughs> where um, is it? Now, going, I wanted to link these concepts to um, something I mentioned when I introduced you. This 12-month Create a High Ticket Coaching Program business program, the all-in-one, no-hassle, best practice, step-by-step, is that, is the concept of a universal law of attraction at the basis of that as well? Absolutely. The the law of attraction, all the universal laws, and there are a number of of them, but the most important ones we work with is, of course, the law of vibration, because everything vibrates. Your vision is at a vibration. Uh, and and attraction because for me to to create something so sacred it's a sacred thing to create a business that serves people yes and it's it's definitely very spiritual and to align your mind accordingly is absolutely um, critical because we work with people's lives and um, for us to create that in alignment with spirit 
is we have to prepare ourselves spiritually and mentally and emotionally to be able to hold that energy not just for the business but for the people that we are working with yeah let's let's um talk just a moment a fictional character a woman who comes to you and she's doing your program but she has outside um stimuli in the form of offspring children or a husband or a sister or an elderly mother who have uh, created a situation whereby her time is divided and she so much needs to count on the uh, manifestation of her business project that because it will change everything else in her life um how much do, do outside people influence uh, the the clients that you have uh, for example oh, yeah. the husband this woman's husband cannot imagine uh, he he does not espouse the idea mm. of a positive mindset doesn't espouse the the idea of universal law of attraction and um how much does that influence uh, the person a lot comes. until and it's it's extra it's it's a, that external um sense of authority that we mm -hmm. have that we are allow and we give our power away of other people there to decide go. for us yes to have that control over how we feel mm -hmm. the external influences that influences us that we allow mm -hmm. fortunately we can totally overcome that yeah I have a uh, what I use a neurological process where we claim we first like ownership of our own vibration mm -hmm. of what we think and feel and act and do so that there's no blaming there's no victim mm -hmm. the thoughts that we have are ours yeah. and the emotions and the words and the actions and then it's to claim our divine inner authority tell, tell us about that it's a most magical process where I told you, people, ladies and gentlemen, she is a magician of business. Go on. <laughs> where uh, my clients then, uh, it's a meditation kind of uh, process where yes. I um, ask them to um, think of situations where they give their power away, mm -hmm. uh, where other people um, take authority over them and make decisions on behalf of them and talk over them and etc etc there are so many ways that we give our power away and then it's to think of those situations and just go inside and see where do you place that in the space around you because we do have a spatial yeah. Yeah. a spatial energy around us yeah. and if that is right in front of you or mm -hmm. to the side of you sometimes to the back of you sometimes inside you to bring it then out and what does that look like is it a somebody towering over you that you feel small mm -hmm. and angry it can be a combination is it a picture or just a sound it can be a parent a teacher mm -hmm. a partner or maybe a combination of that and then to reach out with your hand and actually grab the authority ah. from that figure uh -huh. and bring it inside you. 
So a visualization process. It's a visualization process, uh -huh. yes. And to place it where you want it to be, in your heart or your chest or where you want it to be, and then to define it the way that you want it to be. Um, I find that I work, all my life I work with visualization. I, um, I find that not everyone is able to do that. Not able, they're not able, it's, it's a skill and they can learn, but they're not able to imagine something that is not there. And I find this as being an impediment. It is a barrier for the development of what they're trying to achieve. Do you have any, have you found this in your practice? Not really. Mm -hmm. Here and there. So it's not that it's not there. And then I just ask people to imagine. Imagine mm -hmm. a ball in your hand. Yeah. Just imagine you're holding a ball. Yeah. yeah a yeah. tennis ball and or yeah. a cricket ball. And just imagine what, feel the scene in your mind. Yeah. And feel it. Now change it to a tennis ball. Feel the texture. A, t a golf ball. How does it change now? Yeah. So we are all, we all have the inherent we're born with it. It's our gift mm -hmm. that we have the gift of imagination. And um, some people have not exercised it at all. Right, right. They mm -hmm. have they have learned that they that they don't they are not allowed to ask for mm -hmm. things, to choose, right? To to create. They have these. They have been sort of minimized into somebody that is. That is not them really, because we are all more than what we that we think we are. So basically, the message is that no matter where you are in your life, mm -hmm. really, and I mean this from my heart, no matter where you are in your life, you can create a total different reality. Yeah. The process is a simple five-step process that I teach my That's, clients. I was, you're in alignment with me because I was just going to say, let's talk about those five steps of creating an online business that you love. Yes. So I have I create systems because I come from uh, from that world. So uh -huh. I have two. I have this this the five-step manifesting system, and I've got the five-step business system. But just because we were busy with the manifesting, there are just five steps to create a new reality. And number one is become clear. Really go and sit. Yes. You know, if you haven't seen anything that you want, go on Pinterest. Go and look on at Pinterest, what, what yeah. you like. Yeah. Create a vision board. Don't think realism. Think about what you would want. Okay? Then the next step is who, who are you? Who will you be when you have all that? How will oh, you I feel? Love that what part. will you think? What will you believe about yourself? What do you believe about others, about life? And now that is the second step. The third step is to the things that trigger you into, into losing that beautiful feeling, you've got to identify them. Whether it's the voice of your partner or your mother or somebody that talks you down, mm -hmm. those triggers, we have to open them up, look at them and release them mm -hmm. so that they lose their power. And then it's to practice the faith, to practice being there already as if you are there mm -hmm. with gratitude and take that inspired action to move yourself forward. And that is the system.
and it goes round and round and round and round. And you become literally, we become what we think about and what we feel. Mm -hmm. Now, with a business, mindset is step zero. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it goes through everything. And this is exactly what I teach my clients. We identify the patterns that hold them back, the thinking patterns, and we coach them out of those, out of those triggers. And, and I've got all the processes there for them as well. And then um, the first step always is in defining your niche. Yeah. Who is it that you want to work with? What is the problem that you love to solve? And um, who do you want to solve it for? And how do you do that? And what yeah. what is your overall offer? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, there's. I just wanted to interrupt you because mm. um, you also talk about monetizing your skills and expertise. And you know, being a professor, my very early years, I always found it so, so difficult to give grades a numeric value to something. And it's similar to putting a price tag on a service or, or a, a flower, you know, because you have to give it value. And, and that's very hard to do in the beginning. And why I'm saying this is because money is a, a taboo to talk about often, mm. like sex uh, and religion at times. And, but money is also a language of love. So what it's, do you it's do? A sacred um, energy. Yeah. How do you suggest monetizing your skills? Okay. So, so monetizing every one of us have skills that other people can learn. Yes. Things that we find easy, other people find difficult. Right. Now there are different levels of skills. You know, if you are a coach, then that is a specific skill, and then you also have your niche in exactly the problem that you would like to solve for people. If you are an expert in something else, whether you are an author of something or a consultant, it's the same thing that you can monetize that. In other words, you can create an online course for that and then decide on the, the, the audience of who this is for, market it and fill it, and then people pay to actually learn from you. Mm -hmm. That is the short version. That's the monetizing. That is what it means. So you can leverage your skills, whatever they are. And of course, when I work with my clients, they, they have to do market research as well to see yes. that it's a viable niche before yes, they course. start spending a lot of time on there and create it. And, um, and then, of you know, there are different... Um, guide guidelines if i can put it yes, that way yes. that determine the price that you charge but mostly you have to energetically feel good about the price the that price. you charge yeah um one last thing i would like to talk about with you is um the discovering your soul's purpose and ignite the and entrepreneur in you because by far and uh, just uh, give you a suggestion and, you know, frame it. Because in my work with uh, clients and people who come to me for uh, either coaching or for uh, any kind of consultancy, have almost 90% perhaps until two years ago, 
two, three years ago, but it, you know, I, I'm not sure if it's linked to the COVID situation. Let's say five years. No, it is very recent, very recent, not more than two years. Up until that time, people almost exclusively came to me for matters of the heart or matters of money. Today, I have to say that 90% is now talking about what is my soul's purpose? So help us. <laughs> okay. So the way I see it is if I first define what is life purpose. Now for that, I like Deepak Chopra's definition that says your life purpose is any intersection between your skills, your passions, uh, and and in service of yes. others. Okay. Now we have many passions, we have many skills, we have many talents. So of course there are many intersections. Yes. Soul purpose. So your life purpose is actually a broader kind of umbrella. Right. For me, soul purpose is it becomes personal. In what way do you mean personal? In what way is that we overcome something, we go through something that really speaks to our soul. We have learned um, a skill that makes us come alive. That for me is soul purpose. And it's, it's the combination or the culmination of not just one thing, but l different skills that we start to bring in. Because in, in our life's journey, we encounter nothing by for by chance everything is designed yes. perfectly for us and all of those things that we learn we can use we can use to actually empower others i call that your secret source yeah so um even though then you know you have a relationship coach for example to the doing or any kind of coaches or any niche that is the same Mm -hmm. But it's actually different because of your secret source, of your knowledge, of your experience that you bring in. So soul purpose is really that thing for you that you can do every day of your life. Yes. That you get so much meaning and dopamine and reward and it connects you to your soul. Yeah. yeah. It makes you feel come alive. That is so it's it's um, and money is an effect of yes. that it's not it's not something that you chase it comes naturally yeah yeah as an effect because the cause behind there's always a cause behind yes. the, lots of money or lack of money and that cause is your how you are right the mental your state way that your you thoughts think and your relationship with yourself and with money ladies and gentlemen the magician of business and she ha does create magic in her work thank you so much dina for coming um, to talk to us today and just to give my listeners where to find you where can they find you the best is my website dinamaray.com okay i'll be writing that underneath the um the episode description thank you again and i hope to talk to you again soon dina Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. Thank bye you, bye. Gloria. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.